Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One day in the pub, Seb and Verity were socialising with hilarity. They knew there and then that their options were vast. They bought some equipment and made a podcast. What do you think you are doing, you twits? It's cliched and obvious, you know. Welcome to another episode of Three in a Bar. I'm Verity Simmons. And I'm Seb Philpot. Yes. Back again. Number Back eight. Again. Number eight. <laughs> and um, yeah, thanks to all of you that uh, keep listening and keep coming back. And uh, we're here again with a fantastic guest. Yeah, and, this um, is such a lovely nostalgic episode, I think, because it was recorded at the end of January in the Royal Festival Hall foyer and it was just bustling and lovely. It is violinist and arranger extraordinaire Michelle Taylor-Cohen. Yeah, that's right. So we, we met her in the Festival Hall and it was a nice day. Uh, well, was it a nice day? quite a it was brexit well, it was, day it was brexit day wasn't it yeah I, but you know because we, we were sat at the top there if you know the festival mm. hall it's on the very top floor that you're allowed to go i think you can go one level higher if you if you're a member or something <laughs> but um you uh, we could just see you know seeing across the thames um uh you know a site that we uh we you know you'll get to see if you work in london quite often but yeah uh I've not seen for a, for a few months now, no. um, but it was uh, it was nice to talk there. So this episode um, does sound a little bit different to the others because it's not in your normal studio uh, setting. Yeah. So there is just a there's a general kind of like hubbub, hubbub noise <laughs> going on. So it, you know, I, I I've done my best to see if I can get rid of it, but you can't get rid of that. It's no. uh, but actually it just takes you a couple of minutes, adjust your ears. Oh, it's quite nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. Quite a nostalgic and sound. Michelle, she's just wonderful, isn't she? She's had so much to say. She's such an interesting person. I mean, she's done something in the region of 200 arrangements for my string quartet, Estilo String Quartet. But she also, uh, she co-runs the Cohen Ensemble um, with her husband, Jakes, who's a conductor. And right. um, I mean, she's great. She does loads of education work. Uh, she'd actually done something at the festival hall, which she talks a bit about as well. Um, yeah. But I really loved this chat because it, we were all really relaxed and it was just a great day. Yeah, 
I think so. Well, let, let's let, let's listen to it and then we'll 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 uh, chat about it afterwards. Okay. And uh, what we did actually, we chatted there at the festival hall, and then we uh, we had a little catch up, didn't we? With, we did. With Michelle. Yeah. Enjoy the conversation, and we'll uh, we'll catch up with you afterwards. Michelle's got a place down in Cornwall. Oh, wow. Padstow, just outside yeah. Padstow. Oh, it's nice. It's yeah, really nice. Yeah, it's good. Good place. How to long have you had that? About oh, it's quite a long time. About four years now. Yeah. And um, and I'm still as excited about it now yeah. as, as I as I was when we when we got it. Oh. I really am. It genuinely makes me happy every day. Oh, oh, I love it. How often do you get to go down there? Then? Um, well, because I haven't got a proper job, and neither has my husband. Yeah. We're there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every couple of months we'll, we'll yeah. get down there. Yeah, oh, we had as of last week we managed yeah. ten weeks. Oh, what? With our, with our lazy lifestyle. You yeah. did ten weeks down there on we the trot. No, not on the trot. Oh, like, sorry, I don't know. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have to come back and sort of yeah admit and, and cash for food. <laughs> so Sometimes, disappointing. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could definitely set up a little keyboard down at the front in uh, Padstow We've and earn a, a few <laughs> coins. Oh no, not no, I see not by the harbour. I don't. It's quite territorial. There's a guy there. Who's there? There's a really lovely busker, and he's lovely as well and he does it all for charity oh. and he's there I mean we were we were down at, at, at Christmas and New Year's and he was there and it was freezing cold oh. Oh, it's, it's so nice and he sings really gently with his acoustic guitar oh. and then in the summertime he gets invaded and I, I like to think of them as the evil buskers because they have amplification <laughs> which I don't think is breaking the rules yeah. and, and it's not it's not for charity either so or do you just make sure do you pointedly go and put extra oh, in definitely <laughs> definitely really, really like angry pound coin <laughs> <laughs> yeah. does he do Cornish song as well um, well you probably know more than I, me I don't, yes. I don't quite know I don't know Trelawney bit of Trelawney oh, yeah. how's that go and show Trelawney live and show Trelawney die 100,000 Cornish men shall know the reason why it's like that Wicked. Plenty more where that came like, from. What's your name? <laughs> yes, it can. That's but, what I've been waiting for. But um, I, I, that's how I kind of started off. Did, that was my first job as being a being a busker. Oh, were you? Yeah. Wow. Whereabouts did you used to busk? Um, outside CNA in Nottingham. Excellent. That was our patch. And yeah. um, so we used to go. I actually mostly in, in a string quartet. Yeah. And um, I mean. It's terrifying now. I don't even know if it'd be safe now. We just <laughs> do we people still do it up there? Do you see? I have no, no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But um, uh, CNA were very accommodating, <laughs> and they used to lend. There used to be small stool in the um, in the ladies' changing room, which they used to lend to our cellist. Aww. So she used to go fetch the stool out of there. We used to sit there, and we used to play Packlebell's Cannon on repeat because that's the only. <laughs> Only piece of music that we used to get any cash for. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, we really did all right. Out yeah. There. It was much better than a than a kind of proper proper holiday job. It totally is. We yeah. used to do the same thing. I started Bromley Glades. I did. Did you? Oh, did you? Yeah. It's great. Same Packabelt, but we sort of came up with a money spinner set. Did you have like a set? We Apart from Packabelt, were there others you could always like... start with Packabelt? Yeah. And then you do Iron Kleiner first movement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then you do um, the uh, two rondo 
the Purcell. Oh yeah, um, and uh, that was a bit edgy. I was going to gonna say that's a bit, bit of a minor for some people, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, and then back to Packerbell used to bookend it. Perfect. Yeah. Did you ever used to do Barbara Seville Overture? Oh, God. Oh. No. Wow. That was like our Piesta Resistance. I love that one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. I don't think we would have got any cash for that. I don't think we would have been capable. Well, really. the people of Bromley, they were all over that. Did you ever bask, Seb? Mm, I'm trying to think. I've done it, um, no, not, not as a child. Um, I've done it in, in uh, like, the Edinburgh Festival. Oh, yeah. With, with groups, but not... Yeah. Um, not not in a local shopping centre. I did stuff dust stuff at Christmas, like you know, carols and that. In, yeah. In the Royals in South End. Oh, lovely. But, um, but yeah, that, that was like an official thing through the school. So uh, I don't think no, I, I missed out on that. Are you covering your back legally here? Is that yeah. why you're saying it, was that? it was all official. It was all above board through the yeah. school. <laughs> did you do that instead of uh, having a job then, or did you? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And I mean, you say as a child, but also quite into adults. Probably too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely like through, through through university and things like that. And um, and did you start arranging for that group? Would yeah. that be the yeah. start of that? It kind of was. Mm. So um, I don't know. I don't know if they will remember or not really. But because we were very bored of the endless packle bells, just for a bit of fun, I yeah. just thought I'm just going to do something that's you know just to stop people being bored. Mm. Yeah. So um, so I did a little mashup. And I, I have no idea why these these were the, the tunes that I picked, but do you remember the theme to Knight Rider? Yes. That was one of them. That's excellent. And Hawaii Five O. Great. Because of the whole surf thing. Yeah. Is this because Jai Bunny was prevalent at the time? (laughs) I'd forgotten about that. I think it's probably subconscious. Definitely. Definitely got in there. I mean, that was legendary. Yeah. 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 Um, But then then kind of did the odd sort of pop pop tune. Yeah. So I can remember doing things like Stand By Me. That was one of the first ones that I did. That's a good one. Um, And it was all just a bit of fun, really. I never really took it very seriously. Um, And then many years later... Um, I think I was playing in another quartet that um, that your good good husband uh, Robert played in. Yeah, and I'd had to arrange a take that song for their this wedding ceremony. The greatest day. Was the it? greatest day. Yes. That was the one where it all yeah. started. Yeah, and um, and so Rob played played it and said, oh, you know, do you fancy? Do you fancy doing doing some more of these? And I thought, well, he's, he doesn't have to be polite about it, really. You know, he doesn't have and to. And he wouldn't be. Let's be honest. So yeah, I thought, okay, these people obviously believe in me, and that was really the start of a beautiful thing. Yeah, Rob said, would you like to arrange some some songs? And um, I remember actually the first time he he called, and we had this really kind of stilted conversation because I'd never met him before. Yeah. And didn't really, and it was kind of really formal. And, yeah. and it's like, well, yes. And, um, and now I think back to that, I think how ridiculous that was. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know, I also remember at the time we had some builders in our house, and one of the first arrangements you commissioned from me was um, You Got the Love. Yeah. And uh, the Florence, specifically the Florence and Machine. 
Florence and the Machine. Yes. As Fantastic, I, be- I believe. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. And so, um, so I was really diligent and I was kind of like in, in the room, in the house, I've got my violin out, I was trying to work out, you know, what the chords were and, and, uh, and how I could make this work. And, um, and the, the, the builder next door just shouted, God, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> And in so, one fell swoop, um, yeah, ruined it was really good. It was really good for my confidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's such but a fortunately, great... Fortunately, you know, we yeah. kicked them out and, and then I just got on with it in peace after that. <laughs> and it's a great arrangement, Aww. which is on the first album, isn't it? I so, <laughs> A little plug there. Like a runic. Yeah. It's available for download. But um, you've done... I mean, there are literally hundreds now, aren't there? Yeah, I ended up the other day. I think I'm approaching the kind of 200 mark for... Wow. Wowzers. Just for your quartet? Or? Yeah, well, I think, I think we're like, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. over 150. Few in the pipeline as yeah. well. Yeah, it's great. Um, and it's really so interesting how they've developed over time because they've always obviously been excellent. But it's kind of like something we were talking to one of our other guests, Johnny, about a while ago that yeah. this thing about writing for the players you have with oh you. Oh my at the goodness, time, yeah. And yeah. That is so clear now. Yeah. It's just such a joy. Yeah. Yeah, so when I did um, uh, Creep, the Radiohead song. And um, I just decided that the whole melody was going to be viola. Yeah. Because I just knew that when Emma played it, I just thought it, it's going to be fantastic. And I knew that she could really sort of sell it. You know? Yeah. And you're definitely in my mind when I, when I write them. Yeah. And yeah. now Verity's is going to do this. That's why, yeah, yeah. generally yeah. I only have open strings. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, that's why, you know, because I do the odd. A Stilo gig myself, but yeah. you know, I don't, I don't like to write anything above their position for the second violin. <laughs> <laughs> then I might have to play it. <laughs> oh, so, it's so great. And um, do you still? I mean, has it changed your feeling when you're arranging now? Yeah. Back in the early days, you, do you feel like you've got more space to move away from what you're presented with, or do you still stick to? I think it, it depends on the commission. So obviously, if, you know, if a if a bride has commissioned you because she wants to walk down the aisle to to you know really beautiful love song, then you can't sort of say yeah, but I'm going to make a really dissonant version and reinterpret it <laughs> in, yeah. in in the style of uh, I don't know some kind of random atonal composer. Um, not that I do that anyway, really. But um, but I, I try and sort of stick a bit more to to brief with that. But then. I think that you've given me the kind of the space and the confidence to to know that if I do want to have a little bit of an experiment. So the one spring is probably when we did Umbrella. Yeah, that's on the second album, everyone. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Another belter. <laughs> yeah, I, I really went quite quite off piste with that, and I yeah. set myself a challenge with that that I wanted the um, the actual structure of the song to be the same in terms of you know verse, chorus, whatnot. But everything else, I thought, I oh, know I'm going to change. Hum- you know, harmonically, I'm going to change it. Um, I want to change the whole feel of the song. Yeah. Um, because, I don't know. It's difficult to explain, really. It's, it's a really kind of overtly happy pop song. Yeah. And I, I, I love my, my pop music. I really, really do. But I think if you delve a bit deeper into, into the lyrics, you can, you can find a way that it could be a little bit darker. Yeah. Mm. Um, and this this sounds really odd, but at the time as well, I'd also been listening to Benjamin Britten's string quartet, oh, as, as one does. Um, and, and I can't remember now if it's the first or the second one, but there's one that starts with this incredible. Just it just kind of describes a landscape. It just kind of sets a texture, um, and you can imagine being in that in that kind of Alderborough 
uh, landscape um, and it just felt so lonely yeah and I thought I really want to see if I can merge that kind of texture and that kind of feeling with a Rihanna song yeah, yeah that's brilliant and, and you actually, did <laughs> actually that's that's a normal thing to do isn't it it's great yeah I yeah. love that but it was such a success it works so well it's great with those sort of like really glassy sounds and then like the really atonal middle but section I, I, but I also remember that we did that I think it might have been the last track that we recorded actually and I think everyone was quite tired and you hadn't really played it before had you no. uh, a couple of times yeah. maybe but I do remember it was, you know, towards the end of a session and me going and going, right, I've got this vision. And it's going to be this, you know, really kind of, uh, yeah, bleak landscape and it's going to be fragile. And, and you just looking at me and I thought they think that I've really lost it. <laughs> but you just, you know, it's amazing because you just really went for it. and That's brilliant. What, yeah. did, what did you do then? What, what were the sort of uh, little techniques you did to, to create that mood? Um, string string techniques things. Was it? I, I, yeah, I, I went for some, <laughs> string techniques. I, I, I went for some kind of like long, high pedal notes in the in the violins, and um, and lots of pizzicato. Yeah, in the cello not necessarily being where you would expect it to be. Yeah, um, yeah, and and decided that yeah the melody had to the melody had to be the same, but but I was interested in exploring that kind of dissonance and resolving the dissonance mm. as well yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you always uh, when you arrange do you do it within Sibelius or I do or yeah. Like I yeah am, I am pretty much a, yeah always use Sibelius yeah, yeah. but always within a because I do you ever do do you ever try doing it within logic or, or something like that no I haven't I, f- I feel also because I'm I'm never like been a Mac user as well I right. mean, I also, yeah. that's like a <gasps> Yeah, I'm really scared. <laughs> so I'm it's such um, a different world, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm. I've got. Well, my husband's a composer, and he 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 is adamant that the best version of Sibelius was like version 1.4 or something oh, right. like that. <laughs> and he still uses that. And now, whenever we get if we get a new computer, he has to sort of ring up the office and say, "Please, can you please can you send me." A version 1.4 of it. Like, but why? You can. Why don't you have the most? Like, no, I want that one. I want that one. So I think you know, especially because the main thing is that you want to work quickly, and you don't actually want to, it to get in the way. No. Yeah. And so, because what's the new one now? Oh, Dorico. Dorico. Dorico yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. using that one. I've, have you? Yeah. How have you got on with it? I, I really like it. it. It's the engraving it, side it of things is really good. It looks very good. It does yeah. look very good. I, yeah. I just got so annoyed with things on Sibelius just not lining up properly, like um, mm. art like rehearsal mark mm. boxes not being yeah. in line I don't know just things yeah. like that I just want everything because uh, I arranged for my, my group um, and we you just want everything to be like um, as sight readable as possible that's definitely yeah so important yeah and clear and just try and have just like four lines four bars per line or, or yeah you can't always do that but just things like that and I just found that really tricky in Sirelius to do that yeah um, right yeah. yeah I downloaded a, a, a trial yeah but I couldn't work out how to write the title. <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> I thought, if I, can't, if I can't put the title, then I'm just not going to persevere this at all. And after about an hour, I, I did. I nearly threw it out the window, actually. And then, um, and yeah. then I, just, I just went back to Sibelius. <laughs> yeah. just merrily carried it on. It took me ages to get to, get to know it. And it but, okay. but now I know all the... The maybe finger I'll and things, but yeah, maybe I will. Yeah, but what was interesting, it just I was um, I watched the 
you know Jacob Collier? Oh, yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. I, I, he did, like, a, a live video of him talking through Moon River that he arranged. Right. He, he just won the Grammy a couple of days ago for wow. Best Acapella Arrangement for that tune. And um, he said he used to... You know his old videos he'd do of, like... 12 of him singing he said he always used to do that in Tibelius and write it out and then he'd just record each track at each part oh wow but, but, but now he does it all within Logic and he'll he just he's always just sat there with his microphone and he just improvises loads of ideas um, yeah. and in that one actually there's no there's no click track to that one it's all just his own he, he just puts his own rhythm but it's not um so he's not tied into that side of things so he said it's the most freeing thing so i suppose if you are working at that end of you know when you're actually the person that's that's producing the performance when you're the artist and there is that element of improvisation as well yes then i think yeah you know that that sounds fantastic i think sibelius is very much a kind of it's the kind of classical just kind of get the manuscript out and give it to someone else to yeah play. that's right I guess he's simultaneously creating the yeah. tune as yeah. well yeah um, but I just wanted like for I, I want I'm interested in trying that technique just to see coming at an arrangement from a different angle and yeah. just, so you're not thinking about the notation at all and just yeah. thinking about just what sounds good yeah I, sure and I think the other thing that I try and do is um not always just sort of sit at the computer or at the keyboard because that seems crazy to me because, you know, I'm not arranging for a keyboard, I'm arranging for a string quartet. So a lot of them will come about with me literally just kind of getting out my violin or viola and and working out where where should this lie, where feels good for this, what key feels good for this. Um, When I did, when we did Get Lucky, that was nearly all conceived, actually, by me with the instrument working out how those little riffs were going to yeah. fit together and I even remember sort of recording it just on my iPhone and just on, on, you know, on those little sort of little voice memo yeah. thing yeah exactly and sort of working out how I could layer it up um, and I don't think I would have come up with that if I would have just sat at a keyboard no absolutely because that's the sort of thing if you you know just listening to it you're not listening to it naturally thinking there's a quartet arrangement waiting to happen are you when you listen to get lucky no but it just works so fantastically because of those layers of rhythm that you put into it and the way that it sits and it's not trying to be too exacting no that's another one where i just thought i'm just not i'm not going to try and replicate or do a kind of version of the original it has yeah. to be it has to be its own thing yeah. really it has to be of its own genre so, yeah yeah what sort of thing when you get a commission what are the ones that you are the, do you have ones that you instantly think that's gonna i'm really looking forward to doing that one that's going to be a good one and Absolutely. what are those components oh that make it feel like that i think whenever there's been a queen song yes i thought yes epic yes yeah. because <laughs> they're just fantastic songs they're absolutely yeah. fantastic songs and it's funny with pop music because I think when you when you listen to pop music, so, so much of it is just based on your own own nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and sometimes there are songs from my childhood, and I don't even know if they're any good or not. Yeah. Um, I just think because they're so caught up, and it reminds me of a certain time or place. It reminds me of you know when I was on holiday and I was this year you know this many years old. Or it reminds me of the lowest school disco or yeah. you know. Yeah. But. Um, I think when I hear songs like the, the 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 Queen stuff that I've done, I'm a little bit too young for that. So yeah. um, so I just come to it 
with no association whatsoever and you just actually listen to it as as a song in its own right and that's when you really listen to my god this is this is just great Brilliant. it's really great stuff so yeah i was definitely excited to to do i think i don't know how many probably four or five yeah that's yeah. so great do you guys yeah. have any queen yeah i was thinking about that when you mentioned about um something that a bride's requested for a wedding and yeah. we 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 did a wedding once and someone asked for us to do don't stop me now yeah as uh, i think it was their first dance Excellent. Um, so i started arranging it and i realized that there's a similarity in the verse um tonight i'm gonna have myself a real good time the, the chords are the same as um, Match of the Day. <laughs> so I, I did that, but then I... So then that also that means... Question of Sport. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Question of Sport. It is Question of Sport, not Match of the Day. Question of Sport. Oh, yeah, is it? you're right. Question of Sport. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, it's... um. Grandstand. 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 That's it. Grandstand. Grandstand. Yeah. Do you know what I'm thinking of? Because Vic and I'm sure that Vic and Bob did. They, they sang a version of question, <laughs> question of Sport. Do you remember the Stots on Vic sport. and Bob? Sorry, just that you've done and Davey Stott. Oh, the Stott. Amazing. <laughs> and they They're did so Question good. of Sport. Not real sport, just sporting thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, that's, we've digressed a bit, uh, haven't we? But, uh, so, yeah, Grandstand, yeah. Th- yeah. that was it. And um, so I did that. But that also means you have to add in a, f- a fifth bar, uh, which is not in the original. And I, the, the, so the version we played at this woman's wedding was nothing like Queen <laughs> at all. We didn't even get to rehearse it. And they, we just and played it. first dance. Yeah. Had but, they but, planned but, the, the dance? dance it was, though, it was, like, it was one of those... Day. It was at... Um, totally. I think it was that, is it Scion House? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. So it was, you know, it's like conservatory. Yeah. It was in that room, but but it was that part of, I mean, everyone was outside smoking and doing yeah. cocaine or whatever they were doing. Yeah. Some rich people. I think, you know, the quartet are always there at the civilised <laughs> yeah, end of the day. Yeah, we miss that. We always oh, yeah. miss it. Right. Apart from, we've got one venue where we play, <laughs> where that time of day is is the day. It's amazing. And there's we have, like, a, a point system. And, like, you can get amazing points, like, have... Has the bride and group, either of them got any kind of facial scarring from the night before? Uh, you know, have either of them been arrested by the Toastmaster before, or fathers of the bride or mother of the right? <laughs> Which And we've happened. had that. We've Which had the happened. works. We've had a, a groom with a black eye turn up. Oh my and both, both fathers of the bride, uh, bride and groom, had both been arrested by the Toastmaster previously. <laughs> previous As he said, don't worry though, it's all love water under the bridge now. <laughs> amazing. It's an amazing place. But I love yeah, it. I, I often sort of go home and you're at home, you know, having a cup of tea later and think, I wonder how that's all going back there now. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when seven years long might have been. We did a like an 80s night recently, so we had to, um, I had to re rework that. I, I, yeah, I couldn't, we couldn't play it in, its, in yeah, that state. Yeah. Um, and I found that really hard actually because I, I used the original Sibelius file to, to work from that. I, just, I should have just started again, just oh, fresh. that's a tricky one. Yeah, I've had that before. It took me ages. I don't yeah, know why. Because yeah. you're sort of deleting all the time as well. Yeah. And it would have just been better to just... Because I think I work, I work... I'm a lot more efficient now than I've been... And that was like five or six years ago. Yeah. So I, I just... I'd know what to do quickly. Yeah. It'd be clean and quick. 
Yeah, and then you've got all those muddied thoughts from before anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Was it grandstand? Though. Was it match the day? I know, I can't oh, remember. God. Question of sport. <laughs> I really oh. like how does question of sport go? Um, oh, man. Oh, God. Question of sport. Oh, uh, all I can think is. Let's just sport. Well done, Sue. Is it still Sue Barker? I don't think it's still on, is it? Is it? I think it is, but like at some ungodly hour. It's a filler about two o'clock in the morning, I think. It's funny, though, you mentioned Don't Stop Me Now. Yes. We're here today at the Royal Festival Hall. Mm. The last time I was here, I was actually, because I, I do quite a bit of teaching and, and coaching and educating, is, is, I think it's... It's one of your children approaching, <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> and um, last time I was here, it was with a, with a quartet that I coached of, of young people. And um, we entered uh, the Music for Youth. They have a kind of thing that you enter and you get picked and, and play in the concert and yeah. amazingly my quartet of absolute stars got, got picked yes. and um, and they came here and they played Don't Stop Me Now oh. they played it on the stage at the Royal Festival Hall and I thought thank god because all the other ensembles it had like there were massive orchestras. Yeah. Like there was a full symphony orchestra, and there was a massive orchestra of, of steel, uh, a group of steel pans, and you know it was all. And my, my four lonely little quartet <laughs> players like walked on stage, and I thought, my God, if that was me, I would have, I would have had to be seriously medicated. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the terror. Oh. You know, the terror that would have gone through. Yes. My you could mind feel lonely. And body. If you're in a small oh, yeah. group on that stage. Yeah, yeah. it's a big really old is. stage. And there were a lot of people. Mm. There yeah. were a lot of people there. And they were absolute stars. And I think it's like yeah, the kind of great. You know, fearlessness of youth. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have just been in an absolute state about it. And then marched yeah. on and sat there and it absolutely stormed it. Oh. And then marched off again. Thought, nice. That's so, so lovely. It's such a blessing for them having you. Because with all... I mean, the arrangements as well, just how brilliant I that you can take them oh, No, they must one. love it. <laughs> Do you try the things out on them? <laughs> well, yeah, but they're br- well, they're brutal. Yeah, they're really. absolutely brutal. They won't be like they won't be polite about stuff. Yeah. Um. So I have to be careful because I did try and do. Um, I took Taylor Swift, took um, Shake It Off. Yeah. To a quartet not so long ago. Like this, I think. Also, to them, I still think that that's quite current. You know? <laughs> and they were probably like five or something, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's like old people music, it's like 2014 or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and they were not having it really. They yeah. just got this an embarrassment. Oh, I know wow. they're hard, aren't they? It's they harsh. are hard. Yeah, it it's is harsh. <laughs> I'm doing um, the theme from Married Life. Oh, um, I love that. No, sorry. That's right. TV show. The th- so the, up. The theme from, from oh. Life. The theme from yeah. Up, which is called Oh, Married I Life. love it. It's so, um, yeah, and, and, and the viola player stopped and said, oh, Michelle, this is iconic. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think she meant my arrangement. I think she meant, you know, I the actual, the whole, the whole, yeah. The whole thing. The whole thing. Oh. The whole thing. They were really into that. Yeah. Oh. One of my favourites is um, uh, the... Theme the Muse song from the Olympics, and um, nobody ever lets me play it. They're oh. like, no, now's not know, the time. Oh, is that uh, sun- survival? Survival. Oh, survival. You know, it brings back wow. happy memories. Well, that's exactly why I, I feel it. it's no longer. Was that in the op- opening ceremony? That one. 
it was they used to play it in every stadium at the oh, beginning right. just before each event yeah. it was it just gets me oh, every God. time we were discussing this earlier just before we started saying to Seb that like me the Olympics was your it's your favourite time I think that would be fair to say ever oh it was, it, is it? For it me. was the best. It was the best time. It was the it best really bit. Was. It was the best time across the board. We're talking about, the, whole... talking about uh, this, the decade, just in general, and that was definitely the best bit of the decade. And oh, then it just, yeah. just it's all went really gone. very quickly, yeah. didn't it? Very bad. Yeah. Just got worse and worse and worse. And yeah. from a, such an inclusive mm. time when every oh my god, everyone was so lovely to each other, and mm. all the things we thought would go so wrong, like transport systems yeah. and. I was People. thinking as well about the the, the, the flag, the, the union flag. Yeah. You, you saw it everywhere. Yeah. And it, it was an amazing sight yeah. to see. And and you look at it today, like literally today, yeah. and it, yeah. it's like it, it's changed what it means yeah. now. I think it goes through yeah. cycles, well, isn't we're, it? we're recording this on the day of, of Brexit. Yeah. 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 Just oh, for context it, for uh, the listener. Yeah, it is a sense yeah. of It's a very yeah, exactly. sensitive. I mean, yeah. I know that when I was, when I was younger that... Yeah, the Union Jack, it felt a bit out of bounds, really, because yeah. it did feel a bit like, is this, is this a bit like the National Front, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Then, then there was that whole Britpop thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. And there was the, I felt like, you know, it was 97, and there was the whole Blur and Oasis and Jerry Cool Halliwell. Britannia. And, yeah. yeah, the Jerry Halliwell dress, and then it was, you know, Tony Blair and blah, blah. And, and yes. it, it, I felt like, no, I think actually it's acceptable to yeah. be, you know, yeah. have, a, have an affiliation with flag. And then yeah. it kind of... Yeah, the, the Olympics and it was all it was all good and, yeah. and, and now it's like no don't yeah don't don't show that. The, yeah, that yeah. thing did you see that in, in Brussels they put the they changed all the lights in the square yeah. last night to red and blue. Yeah. It, so oh, generous. So, oh, it's so and, amazing. And, I know. Yeah. and the way they are I mean, it's so upsetting the way that they're speaking about inclusivity yeah. towards us still and then Farage and yeah. his gang yeah. just, just being so it's appalling, just, behaving so badly. Yeah. It's just so that the, the way they they just go high and just yeah. we go we go so low. I it's know. So, but I think I as know. musicians we sort of take it for granted because it is very much a community where yeah, yeah. it's you know people do just sort of come from all over the place and yeah. we yeah. we really just don't think twice about it. No, absolutely. but um, I read a book recently by oh God, I'm God probably going to get the name wrong. It's called Middle England, mm. and I want to say it's by Jonathan Coe. There's a fantastic chapter, and it's actually a chapter all about the opening ceremony of the 2012 Olympics. Um, and he describes different people watching the ceremony and people that I really identify who are crying with joy because yeah. they just think this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But, but then what we maybe weren't aware of were all the people watching it who thought, well, this is just ridiculous, isn't it? And, and they yeah. were there, definitely were there, yeah. bubbling under the surface. But I think I was a bit ignorant of it at the time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was. It was so. Uh, it was, felt like there was an overwhelming wash of positivity. So we kind of yeah. could almost ignore that. Yeah. Bubbling yeah. under. Yeah, current. which is actually yeah. quite dangerous, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's where yeah. we've gone spectacularly wrong, yeah. is it? As a yeah, I'm trying central. to move from anger and an upset to understanding. Yeah. This stage. <laughs> yeah. I noted that's very good. Very I'm not massively successful at it yet. But. <laughs> So, what are your next? What are your next projects? What's on the go? Oh my goodness! Um, well, it's February, so 
Well, it's February tomorrow, so not much. Yeah. <laughs> really? Um, Have you paid your tax bill yet? I paid my tax bill yesterday. Oh, yeah, so, me too. Yeah. I did that last night. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, don't like to do it too early. No, I don't want them to get the interest. No. No, yeah. no but I feel like leaving it, leaving it till the 31st would be really cutting it by. So it's the 30th. Um, well, I mean, I've got lots more quartet ideas. Oh, brilliant. Um, that always pleases me oh, to hear. Good, good. good. Yeah. Um, I've kind of like always, I, I keep finding lists everywhere and it'll just have the name of some random song on it. Oh, it's great. Um, it was, there was a really funny one the other day. It was something like, oh, I can't remember, it was a Kate Bush song or something like that, but but then it said in a, in a, in a style of a Passacaglia, or I can't remember. <laughs> it, oh, and, I, and I just think, what? I have no idea what that, what that was about. Yeah. But no, definitely I'm going to kind of, you know, keep keep going through my list of not only commissions but also ones that I want to do yeah, because sure. I want to do them yeah yeah well we, it's something you guys do you've done complete art albums haven't you yeah artists this is something we've yeah. discussed in done? the past um, <clears throat> we've done uh, the first one we did was the Arctic Monkeys first album right whatever people say I am that's what I'm not fantastic yeah it's a long, long title uh, then we did the Strokes first album then the Killers first album then we did Oasis's first album oh brilliant and then we're doing, we're going to do block parties. For, it's always first albums. Yeah. <laughs> um, block, we're going to do block parties first album, and then we're going to do what's the story, morning glory in the summer because it's be twenty five years. Um, and yeah, and, and, and actually, but we started doing those, and they're they're so great because it's there's a proper like arc to the show. Because before we used to just do whatever yeah. songs we wanted. Yeah. Um, and. And because we've had to do quite quite a lot in a short amount of time, mm. everyone's everyone's up their game. Like so, everyone's been arranging, and, and, right. and we've had limited time to to workshop it. And it's uh, it's yeah, it's been brilliant projects. And uh, and and because the crowds, because I mean, I'm sure they'd much rather see the actual band do it, but yeah. but they're so excited to yeah. to hear all the songs. Yeah. And they yeah. and to hear it in album order as well, because yeah. they because yeah. all those albums they. From a time when they're all sort of noughties uh, or nineties or albums, and you, everyone had the CD of it, so you, you always knew that what what song you know was coming next. Come yeah, and, exactly. you couldn't even know like what key it's going to be. And exactly, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I miss that. You don't get that anymore. Where? Do you know what yeah. I was thinking about the other day? That's a really sad thing about. I mean, when's the last time that you sat down and listened to an album from start to finish? Mm. I. Are you still I, quite I good do at that? do it. Um, yeah, but it's probably quite rare. Yeah, far less. Although in the car, maybe. Yeah, more. yeah. Um, but I get I irritated when my phone tries to shuffle it. That's yeah. not on, is it? Really? No. It's yeah, but I mean, that used to happen. I was thinking about albums that used to grow on you. Yeah. It used to be a big thing when you bought a, a CD or an album, and mm. it used to be a real commitment because they were quite expensive. And so if you used to get it, then, oh, I don't really like it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just going to persist. Yeah. But actually, yeah. that is quite a good thing sometimes yes absolutely and it's a very sort of instant thing now that if you're streaming something and after after half a minute oh, i don't like this one yeah it's, yeah yeah it's write things off too quickly yeah, yeah. that's a whole uh, that's just everything don't you think there's so absolutely. much immediacy to everything absolutely. is that the word immediacy yeah 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 there we are yeah. okay um yeah one. thanks well, i think well, I don't know. Maybe I can get you to commit now. Well, um, I was just going to say, what if you were going to do an album, album for us? <laughs> what, I, what would you okay, go for? It wouldn't be in the original 
style because it wouldn't really cost me, but I'd really like to do Nevermind by Nirvana. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Mm. And I've thought about it, and I, and I have sort of sat and listened through and thinking, yeah, I'd do this one like this, and I'd yeah. do this one like that. I love that. Oh, that'd be brilliant, yeah. wouldn't it? Okay, so... Well, you know, it's one quarter of a quarter hour, I'd say. Excellent. Absolutely, yes. Okay. I'm throwing my hat in the ring. <laughs> about some Radiohead? Are you a Radiohead fan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Um, What's your favourite Radiohead album? Oh... The best of Radiohead. <laughs> okay, Computer, I think. Yeah. 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 Which is I, one with Creep on it? Um, Pablo it Honey. I like that one. I love the In Rainbows. I think that's my, my favourite yeah. one. And the Benz. Oh, that's great. But yeah. All of those would... I'd love to do those on, on brass. Yeah. Because um, we did, we've done a Paranoid Android. Right. And that, ah, that, yeah. was, that was great. Um, and I think, I think OK Computer is probably recognised as like being their, their best yeah, album, isn't it? Yeah, and it's really so, obvious choice. I'm always going to get it. Yeah. 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 But I think there's, there's some beautiful stuff in... I just love In Rainbow so much, like Nudes and Reckoner and all those. But they, and they'd, they'd work so well with, with on strings, I think, and, yeah. and on brass. Yeah. What's the um, one with um, Pyramid Song? Oh, yeah, Amnesiac. That is that, one. yeah. Pyramid Song, and is that, great. I, I think it's fantastic. Mm. And is it something to do with the time signature, something to do with the shape of a pyramid or something? Yeah, something like that. It's, it's like, it goes up by one. It, yeah, and it's like... Four at the base and three around the sides, or is it like yeah, fourth, uh, four, 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 oh, four, three, yeah. four, something two, like four, that. one, or something, something. like that. Something, yeah, yeah, four, four, two, four. <laughs> going four. back to back to the day, <laughs> four, two, one, four. Christmas tree formation. Yeah. <laughs> you know the film Drive. Oh yeah. Mm. They did a complete new album of uh, just re soundtrack the whole thing oh right that would be such an amazing thing to do as yeah. well yeah that, I've always mm. fancied doing something you know like that re-soundtrack I'd love, love to happen I'm not I don't want to do it it's fine but um, Chariots of Fire oh wow which is just such a fantastic film yeah I feel the one thing for me that maybe people would disagree but that, that does date it is, is the kind of synthesizer yeah. which makes quite a sort of it, yeah it's just a bit incongruous to me to hear all of that sort of electronicness yeah that's so true I think somebody should orchestrate it and it and the, you, oh, remember those um, all those concerts that everyone does now with with the film and live orchestra yeah, yeah. should do Chariots of Fire with a live orchestra yeah it would be amazing yeah. there wouldn't be a dry iron house no and I think I, I should be on some kind of commission for just suggesting the idea. Right. So yeah. you heard it here. It's a great idea. <laughs> it is an excellent idea. Yeah. Why do you do it? Go on. How does that work? Is it really expensive to, to get the licence of the film? I don't know. I thought so. Because, mm. I mean, you could... I mean, there's a lot of films that are starting to become in the public domain as well, so you, yeah. you can just do it for free or, or commission, write new music for it. You know, there's loads... God, that's a whole... That's a, there's going to be loads. Come I mean, us. every year yeah, there's more. It? That would be really cool, wouldn't it? To have, to, because that's a massive thing. This live orchestra and film thing. But then to put a new spin on it, where you're actually recomposing stuff, that'd be amazing, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah. It's like um, perhaps we shouldn't tell anyone this. <laughs> Should we can we edit this, out, edit this bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, I'm trying to remember the name. They, um, let me just look it up. They they did um, the the general. Buster oh. Keaton. Oh. Uh, but they wrote new music for it. Because I, I know that 
wasn't it the Pet Shop Boys that did Battleship Potemkin or something like that? One of those old, yeah. really old twenties yeah. films. I feel Did like I'm it? really talking about stuff that I don't no, really understand now. No, I was thinking, now. I do, yeah, no, I feel a little bit, little bit <laughs> unsure. Um, haiku Salute, they're called. Oh, right. Okay. There are the three, three girls, an accordion and strings, I think. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've, but they've done stuff with public service broadcasting, but they've, oh. they've did a, they did a show with a, yeah, where they wrote new music uh, for, yeah, for the Buster Keaton. Oh, brilliant. So it's, a, it's a great idea. Like, there's, yeah. Um, also, you know, you should find films that have got really bad soundtracks and make them better. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the problem. People are going to pick films that have already got a really good soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. Some people remake films. They remake films that are already good films. You don't want to do mm. that. No. You want a really find terrible a crap film. One. Do yeah. a better version of it. Yeah. You've been doing some uh, larger scaled arrangements, haven't you? I was just looking for, Is this right? You've been doing some things so, with yeah. kids with... So they play side by side with... Oh yeah, so that's that was a while back actually, but um, yeah, because I do quite quite a lot of teaching and um, and writing arrangements for for young people. And um, it's a few years back, my husband wrote an amazing arrangement of um, pictures and exhibition for strings. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and I just had this idea that this would be a really great way to get young people involved so we had this really madcap plan so we we run an orchestra together called the Cohen Ensemble we were called the Isis Ensemble <laughs> I was going to say oh dear <laughs> dear oh dear yeah so was that a huge palaver changing the name it wasn't again. really it was just deciding to do it was, was the worst thing about it really yeah. we thought no we're going to stick to it because it's called the Isis Ensemble because it was named after the river in Oxford which is yeah, anyway. Um, and we thought, no, we're, we're going to follow this through. It's fine. You know, yeah. there's good reason for it to be called this. But it just got to the point where we couldn't post anything on social media without someone going, oh, you're, yeah, you're, yeah are you run by an Osama Bin Laden? Or, you know, yeah. so, so, no, not, that's not, just getting that's blocked by Twitter anyway. all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we just we just had to do it. But anyway, that's, that's beside the point. But... Um, we did this, so, so Jake's did this um, fabulous arrangement and then I kind of did modifications of, of some of the easier movements so that younger players could sort of play. Well, some, some of them, if they're a bit more advanced, they could join in a few. Yeah. Um, and then there were sort of like beginner parts and then it, it led up to at the end when it's the Great Gate of Kiev. I, I worked out just open string parts um, and at the time I was doing um, a whole class um, wider opportunities project with, um, I was doing two of them actually, so I was teaching 60 beginners. Wow. And they started in the September and they had 10 lessons in their whole class. I mean, it, it does give you a nervous breakdown, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. but, um, so at the end of their 10th lesson, I managed to teach them to, you know, be able to hold the bow and just about <laughs> scrape it across the string. <laughs> Um, and we learnt to play along, and so so we we pitched up to the concert in kind of the hugest school hall that you can imagine because we had to fit in. I think there were about two hundred performers yeah. by the end, and yeah, and they and they all joined in. So it got to the great gate, and they all stood up, and they all um, joined. In. Oh, it was very oh, moving. Yeah. It was incredibly moving. I mean, I really kind of 
nearly lost it. <laughs> um, so, so that's cute. incredible for them. You know, yeah. Yeah. just think that playing, uh, being so early on in your ability and well, being able to play something so epic. Yes, yeah, brilliant, isn't that's, it? That's the thing, and yeah, that's the thing that I really remember. I don't know about you guys, but I remember the first time I sat and played in an orchestra, and that yeah. feeling is. Can't really put that into words. Yeah, really. Something just came to life. You know? Yeah. Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra used to get sent down to the wilds of Cornwall to come and play with us. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, bless them. Because my school orchestra was made up of me on the cello and I, about seven or eight flutes and these boys that I used to call the Ratty Twins who, <laughs> <laughs> who played percussion in like the loose. Why were they called the Ratty Twins? They just looked like big rats. <laughs> <laughs> With drumsticks. <laughs> God. <laughs> there were a few violins, but they really barely played. So I remember them coming, we did a thing in Liscard Leisure Centre, <laughs> playing the 1812 Overture. I think my mum still makes her laugh when she thinks about it to this day. It was, I don't think it was the nicest thing. <laughs> they went for it, those ratties, though. They might What they didn't have in ability, they made up for in, you know... Yeah. Uh, volume. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I know that's why I think it's quite important. I, that's why I feel committed to, yeah. to, to teaching young people. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's a life changer, really. Mm. You know. And what do you think, group to individual lessons? What's your feeling? Oh, um, I don't think that, you know, I think one to one's always going to be best. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but it's just not always practical no so I mean I was thinking back actually earlier when I started and it was amazing because I just got given this opportunity to play the violin and it came from nowhere really yeah and I was given one-to-one lessons straight off straight off the bat Mm. and never paid for them it's amazing isn't it um yeah I didn't even know I wanted to play the violin um I we used to have this thing, I don't know if you did it, called the Bentley test at school. No. no. They sat us all in a room. I would have been seven at the time. They sat us all in a room and, and sort of got this old, like, reel-to-reel tape recorder out and, and this man's voice came out, I'm going to play two sounds. Tell me if the first one is higher or lower or something, you know, like, yeah. say, which yeah. one? And, and it started off, like, massive intervals, like, ooh, ooh, and then by the end it was getting into real microtones. And yeah. It was interesting, so I, like, filled it all yeah. in. Yeah. And then... Um, and then it turned out that I got the top mark in the class. Yes. On the yes. yes. And so is that on your CV, to... by the way? I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to go home and do it now. Make sure it is. <laughs> yes. That's my greatest achievement. And, um, and they said, do you want to play an instrument? And I was like, well, all right then. <laughs> and um, I think the violin was the only instrument in the cupboard at the time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the funny thing is that they had to ring my mum to, like, get permission that I could have violin lessons. <laughs> and my mum, bless her, said, um, well... Yeah, I, I'm not sure really if Michelle should do violin because she you knows she's done like brownies, stamp collecting, horse riding tennis. She never sticks at anything. So <laughs> maybe give it to a little girl who really wants to oh, do wow. it, you know. Um, but I, I was just waiting for the thing that was going to be my thing. I remember that first lesson. Yeah. And I was just obsessed from the first moment I was obsessed oh. by it. And, but I never had to play a penny. That's wow. fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's completely changed now, hasn't oh, it? Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, we do what we can but with whole 
whole class learning mm. and that's a fantastic opportunity but then there always comes that point after that project ends mm. after two terms three terms where you say right well who wants to carry on and like lots of hands go up and then they say well here you go it costs so much a month and then yeah. you've got to hire instrument yeah. blah, blah, blah. and it just dwindles and yeah exactly with the greatest will in the world there's not really anything you can do no absolutely there's just not it's just not enough funding there is there to do no and no. there's nobody um, in my son's school that he, my eldest son, is the only child in that school who has, as far as I know, I could be wrong, they might be in the dark, but I, there's no any, um, no other orchestral instrumental players apart right. from him and my other son who's just started right. trumpet right. in the entire school and he's in a four form entry school so there are hundreds of children oh, wow. there. He's, I think he's the only violinist, in, yeah, I think he's the only orchestral instrumentalist in the school. Apart yeah. from mm. for tenors on his trumpet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the <clears throat> on this before, but there was a podcast I listened to with um, Ed Miller Band, his podcast. And, yeah. Right. Uh, Jeff Lloyd, is it? Um, and but they were it was like a special live version at Abbey Road, and they would talk about music education. Yeah. And um, they talk about how the music industry in this country is as big as the banking industry of this country. It's, it's, it, it provides the same amount of, of revenue. Really? Because of, well, because of all, this. I mean, all the amazing, you know, British acts we've yeah. got, you know, yeah. from the Beatles, to Adele, and yeah. all that. Um, and it's just, it's just mad that there's not that investment from an early age. Yeah, that, absolutely. It makes no sense, does yeah. it? Oh, hello there. It's Seb here. Just thought I'd interrupt um, past version of myself just to tell you that I got that fact there you know that one I just said about the, the music industry being as uh, as profitable as the banking industry that was totally wrong obviously um, I've listened to the podcast now and I've written down exactly what what the lady said and it is as follows um, in terms of the GDP the music industry in the UK produces 4.5 billion pounds a year creative industries as a whole produce a hundred billion pounds a year now that is the same value as both the construction industry and the banking sector so there we go i hope that's cleared things up i've linked to the episode in question of reasons to be cheerful with ed Miliband and jeff lloyd it's a really fascinating episode actually and uh it's down there in the show notes um anyway um thanks for listening to the facts i didn't really want to be spreading any lies not not in this uh, post-truth world here we go, back to the Royal Festival Hall. Abbey Road and, and Air, they get used all the time for, for the film, film soundtracks. Yeah. And, and you, you, know, so you need orchestral players as, as well as the pop, the pop stars. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it, it, is, it is strange that there isn't that the government don't see that um, no. and uh, as something yeah, to invest in. There is a reason why all of those Hollywood movies, so many of them, are recorded mm. here in London town. Yes. Yeah. We just have the best. The quality, yeah, the quality, the quality yeah, is, is true. great. And I don't think people are really aware no. of it outside this small little bubble. bubble. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Have you uh, dabbled in arranging for other instruments? Do you Have you moved into brass woodwind? A little bit. Recorder. I did some saxophone <laughs> quartets. Did you? Yeah. Um, How did you find that? Uh... It's confusing because of the whole clef business. Yeah. Because everything's in treble clef. Oh, yeah. what, what was oh, that yeah. all about? Oh, yeah. 
just just learn to do another class. It's not difficult. <laughs> Sorry, to my being friends. Um, so that was that's a bit. You know, anything that transposes, I have to really sit and have a long yeah. think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I've sort of I've done bits and bobs. I I did. Uh, a friend of mine is involved in a really great project called Street Orchestra that basically just take takes an orchestra out to a, you know a, a, a town and just starts playing and um, obviously you know it's like that Muhammad in the Mountain yeah. thing isn't it really and they always get a really great response and um, I did some some arrangements for them and that involved having to yeah work out you know what plays in what key and what Ooh. transposes where yeah. and I had yeah. to recall my oboe playing days back in the oh yeah, oboe back in Ooh. the <laughs> mist of time <laughs> to think about that for a little bit but um yeah and that was that was really good fun yeah it'd be yeah. great to do to do more of that as well yeah must be just like a complete different skill set isn't it to try I mean I guess I'm yeah yeah I think so yeah it's very well, I guess um, I've not really, no, no, because I, I, I mean I know brass so well. Yeah. I, I, anything else would just be, it'd be such An a difference. Irrelevance. I think that's, that's the <laughs> yeah, thing that, that freaks me out. But also, when you have so many different parts, like I don't know what to do with them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm so used to cramming everything into into four. Right? They yeah. can do that. They can do exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. An embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Really. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I find that really hard. I mean, just got this. Just, I could give everyone the tune at the same time. <laughs> all do the tune now. <laughs> everyone. It fits. Yeah. <laughs> to bookend this podcast, seeing as I did some Cornish, well, do you want to do something from South End? Feel free. You are from. That is right. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, South End on Sea. It's the place for you and me. South End on Sea. <laughs> the place to take the family. A stroll along the pier will make you fit and strong. It's good for young and old, you really can't go wrong. At S O U T H E N D, South End on Sea. Oh, my. Wow. Thank you. Did you just make that up on the spot? Yeah, made it up. No, I I don't. That's great. I don't know where that's from. I I think, I guess it's an old. An old promotional uh, advert. That's incredible. <laughs> I don't think we had any of those for nothing again. I really. <laughs> yeah. No. Pressure's on. <laughs> We've got Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. With his merry Oh, yeah. Feared by the bad. Love by the good. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. <laughs> Michelle, are you in Cornwall? I am. I'm trying to keep a low profile because um, there's a lot of hostility here. Oh to, my god! To yeah. the second homeowners, um, we just ended up here by accident, really, because. Um, basically our diaries just emptied within the space of about 24 hours like everyone's did and we just felt really yeah. glum so we thought oh we'll pop down to Cornwall for a week and that was eight weeks ago <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh how's it been um, there have you been have you been going out and walking on the beach and things I mean 
have yeah i mean that's the joy really um that that it is just just about a mile down the road so i feel really lucky to be able to do that you know um it's just that we just weren't expecting this to you know to happen and and we came with a week's worth of clothes and a suitcase and <laughs> we came in the middle of march when it was winter coats and wellies and um <laughs> So it's have you now got a full selection of I Heart Padstow t-shirts then in every colour? <laughs> well, no, because, you know, you can't, you, they, you can't get anything. So I have God, done, I've done a lot of knitting um, oh. because I think, you know, Bikinis just or... craft your own clothing. <laughs> and um, and yesterday we did crack and we've done a, an emergency Amazon Prime order of clothing. Lord knows what's going to happen when that turns up. <laughs> I mean, you know... We're just going to have to make the best of it, really. <laughs> so, funnily enough, we were talking about just before before we came on with you that I was re-listening to our earlier interview um, and it was Brexit Day. <laughs> and we were oh. saying at the time, God, you know, wasn't the world great in 2012 and now look at it. And we were, and don't you just hark back to those days of Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> the glory days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was obviously thinking it back to that day as well, because um, I knew I was going to be talking to you and, and just thinking though, I think for a while there was sort of something in, in the air. We we sort of heard a little bit about this virus, didn't we? And I just felt for a while, especially going going into town, you could see that people were a bit uneasy and mm, absolutely. there was a, just a sense of unease, I think. And, and that was probably one of the last times, which was, it was, yeah, so it was the end of January. It was one of the last times when I sort of felt that it was normal and then it just started, you know, unravel, I think, <laughs> after that, didn't it? It was quite interesting as well, listening back, because um, we recorded it in the Royal Festival Hall, so there's just a general hubbub as well while we're talking. Oh. And it just made me feel so nostalgic. I, t- I text Verity and said, it just makes you feel sad. And she thought I was talking about having to, the technical <laughs> things, having to get rid of the background noise, but I just actually felt a bit sad. <laughs> I thought he had very just, sensitive you know, ears. <laughs> I know. Just that, you know, thing of just being in, in a foyer mm. with people around. Ooh, oh, I'd love God. a hubbub. Oh, a hubbub. Too. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Michelle, are you finding that being there and in the calm and the quiet is it is it helping your creative juices flow (laughs) no (laughs) um well I think like everyone says they're quite up and down with this and obviously there are times when I think it's fantastic to be here because you see nature and you hear nature and you know you see spring springing and it's it's absolutely beautiful but um I'm certainly not one of these people who kind of unlocked all this creative energy um, no. in this process. I've, I've struggled, to be honest. I've had little little moments, um, but mostly I, I think I've, yeah, I'm finding it quite hard because, you know, we, we do our stuff so we can play together. And, and when you know that that's not going to happen, then it almost takes away the impetus to do things. Um, I mean, I know like, I, I did an arrangement for, for you guys, the Estilo guys. and Yes, and, it's um, great. And I'll oh, bless you, sent it over. But then thought, yeah, but when's anyone actually going to play it? And so then I felt a bit glum and haven't really done anything since then. <laughs> Whoops, but, you know, we'll get there. Yes, we will, we will. Are we allowed to talk about your exciting project, possibly? Um, yeah, I, I don't know how much, how much I'm allowed to say, but... Um, 
yeah, the really good thing that happened was that actually the timing was absolutely amazing because just as all of this lockdown was kicking off, I, I got um, an email from someone at Decca asking if I could do some arranging. Woohoo! Yeah. Are you free? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, until, <laughs> I think, about 2022. Probably at this rate. So the, the, the timing was, it couldn't have been better. Sorry, that's Jake's has just Hello. come in. Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. <laughs> it's a small house, so there will be ambient noise. Um, yeah, so that's great because it gave me something concrete to do and that has been the creative thing that I've been doing at the moment um, because if you've got to do it then you've got to do it haven't you there's no you're not waiting for the muse to arrive so that's good yeah yeah so you've got some deadlines already have you yeah i mean you know it's, it's kind of been and gone now so i just wait and see if they'll ask me to do some more which would be really nice um was it many but, you no, had to do good. in one go michelle how many did they ask for initially um i i've just sent off four arrangements to them and uh, i'm just waiting to see if they're all right, I'll just never hear from them again. <laughs> just it'll be a dust ball. Like, okay, yeah, bye. Next. <laughs> Absolutely not. I heard number one and I know it's a good one. Oh, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's funny the, the boy who I just taught before speaking to you guys, um, the first lesson we had, I played something to him. He said, can you show me how this goes? And I played it to him and he said, oh, sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. It does, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> so um, I'm sort of, I'm championing all the people that are finding it quite hard at the moment because yeah. there, I, I, there, there are some people out there, yeah, it's fine, I'm just carrying on as normal. And I think, well, I'm not, <laughs> I don't like it. No, 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 so, absolutely. You've got to teach in a very different way, have you? I've, I've only got one student. I'm teaching him once a month, so I've only, I've only taught one. <laughs> uh, one less at the moment. So I'm doing another one tomorrow. But um, yeah, it, I, so you can't play together. So you have to sort of structure the lessons in a slightly different way or what? How does it work? Yeah, I mean, it's very... Um, it makes me realise how many sort of micro-interactions I have talking while people are playing and just a little nudge here, a little nudge there. Um, yeah. And obviously you can't do that at all, so it's much bigger blocks of time. And also they get carried away and just sort of go off. And there was someone today who I really just wanted to stop and they just carried on doing the whole piece. <laughs> I just looked at my watch and thought, what What can I do? <laughs> OK, fine. <laughs> I heard a story, someone was saying they they uh, they saw one of my friends teaching online and... Um, <laughs> He just to get their attention because they because they can't hear you when they, when you want them to no. stop. So he just apparently just does these really loud like wolf whistles, just like <laughs> just to get to shut up, like but really aggressive. Just <laughs> I can't say who it is. Uh, he's a trouble. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's very. <laughs> it's such a funny image to picture that. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard, is it? Because because you say like little micro um, movements you do when just things you you put your hands down or something that they'll pick up on those things and you can just have a nice dialogue and yeah you're missing all those things it's just a bit of a struggle. I think especially with the younger ones don't you find like I'm finding it really difficult I think I've said to you already Seb in a previous episode that I've got this one boy who's hilarious so that he's just like come up with every trick in the book now I gave him a lesson yesterday and he tilted the camera so that I couldn't see his face 
So goodness only knows what he was saying about me. None of them would have been good things. And then he'll go, when I ask him something challenging, he'll just make it freeze or he'll mute it or something. Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing how the internet connection can, can become unstable at very <laughs> crucial points. <laughs> doing the you know about the part play app oh yes it's brilliant so um yeah it's a string quartet thing that um i think there may be some other instruments as well but it's mostly string quartet so you download the app and basically you choose which quartet you want to play along with and you can mute sections so you can mute an instrument so i've been merrily playing along with that and it's really interesting it's really nice when you realise there's someone in the quartet that you know, that you've played with before. Um, so great. it's sort of like playing from someone with someone from afar. Um, and also, actually, the, I, I was having a little play today, some Haydn, and um, it was um, the Magini Quartet um, with David Angel, who sadly died a few years ago. And I just loved David. David was just a fantastic guy and a, a, just a lovely musician, um, I feel like I learned so much from him, just watching him and how he approached being a second violinist. You know, it was quite inspirational, really. Um, and so, so lovely that I, I played along with David on this. Yeah, that's it was, brilliant. It was really, it was great. It was really nice. Um, so I think we all need to do things like that, don't we? To feel like we're together in some way. So that's why I think your play along is a great idea. Yeah. 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 I just, I, I just thought because I was chatting to someone, I just thought, yeah, I just can see p- some people just losing their nerve when they do get back to doing concerts. Because mm. I feel like you kind of, you need that. Is it your, your ego? Is that you, you to have the, the bottle to play big solos and not, not get scared? Because it's, you know, it's quite a scary thing, really, if you think about it. But we get so used to it. If you, if you suddenly have like six months off doing it, mm. um, it's going to be quite hard to get back into that. You sort of you kind of um, run off the success of, of all your last concerts, yeah. don't you? You need that confidence. So um, it's just that thing of just just doing, just playing a symphony, just seeing what it feels like and just knowing that there's some other people doing it at the same time might just help you. And I think um, we're, we're a bit of a cynical bunch sometimes, musicians, and we, we moan about <laughs> things quite a lot. And this has really taught me, actually, that even the people who seem really hardened... Um, actually it, their job really means a lot to them mm-hmm. and um and they're yeah, actually pretty really devastated about not being able to make music um and you've got to try and take positives from situations like this and i think that's one of them it's just Absolutely. whether or not there'll be any music to go back to but <laughs> hey have you thought about what it's going to be like when everyone has their first rehearsal back it's going oh. to be, a shit shower <laughs> It's going to sound shit. <laughs> it's just going to be sobbing. Everyone will just be weeping with joy. Snotty, yeah. It's going to be... Can you imagine playing, like, Marla 2 or something? Something incredible. Or just, I, I can imagine, like, you know, Beethoven 9. I, I reckon someone will put that on quite early on. Yeah, like, yeah. As soon as they can. Yeah. One of those big ones. Oh, my There'll God. There'll be, it's like, be... 15 minutes of everyone weeping and then by the break of the first <laughs> rehearsal, everyone's going, oh, I don't know why I've done this. Yes, Crap. exactly. <laughs> Look at their watches. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll all go back to how we were before. We're not we're not gonna be changed. Of course we will. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and are you um have you taken up apart from knitting any other strange hobbies or things? Eating. <laughs> I mean Yeah, I love that. Me I too. Knit. It's great. Yeah, I, I I knit a bit and then I walk to the fridge and I pick something out at random. Any combination is fine now. So it's just running down the clock until you're hungry again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to emerge like a, a big woolen barrel at the end. <laughs> But wonderfully knitted. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So soft. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, on telly tomorrow, they're doing life drawing. Oh, on BBC. Who's 4, doing that then? Don't know. It's just on on BBC. I think it's at like seven or eight o'clock, and then Ooh. I think I might do that. That sounds good. I've got I've got a biro and a notepad. That's all you need. <laughs> so, that's all you need, isn't it? Yeah. I I watched some of those. Um, on BBC Four, um, little trips around exhibitions, museums, which are oh, right. great. There was there was one at the Ashmolean, I think, in Oxford, and there was one at Tate Modern and one at the British Museum. It's really nice to see a cultural. That's thing. nice. Yeah. How does that work? Are they just sort of roaming around? And I think they they basically sort of let some cameramen roam around. Um, whilst observing social distance and then got Simon Sharma to talk over the top. But, you know, ah, it's great. What What's format. not to like about that? Quite right. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, speaking of BBC Four as well, I, I turned on last night, they had the Young Musician of the Year um, woodwind uh, final, which, so that was quite nice to see some new music performance. That was quite exciting. I mean, I'm not being rude. I'm sorry to any woodwind players who might be listening, but... Um, <laughs> I would not usually get excited about watching a woodwind final of anything. <laughs> but I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's on the iPlayer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Maybe I'll look. <laughs> what, what are they going to do about what are they going to do about the final? Oh, maybe I always think that that thing's always way pre-recorded, isn't maybe. it? Or, or maybe Oh, done. I really feel for young people like that though. Imagine, you know, you're in year 13 and think how precious those memories were of your last youth orchestra concert together and yeah and they're st- talking about doing the first university turn back uh like this on, through zoom meetings and stuff like that can you imagine freshers week via zoom i don't think so oh. Oh. it's really yeah i think that must be the the worst kind of age groups sort of late late teens early 20s i think it's yeah. got to be really hard because actually you know for an old lady like me to, to be forced to sit in and watch Netflix and knit, that's pretty <laughs> ideal. Just drinking, eating. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but when you're, you know, young and single and wanting to roam around and go to parties and things like that, oh, no. then, oh dear. Yeah, tough. you think of that, that summer all your life when you've left school. It's, it's, it's in your mind the whole time, isn't it? And uh, for that to go... Um, I don't know. I guess we need perspective on the whole yeah. thing, you know. There's, there's of course. Lots, much worse positions for all sorts. But, um, but yeah, that, that is tough for them. Um, yeah, that, that'll just be them forever. That's that, they're the year that they don't get to, don't know, snog loads of people in uh, Freshers Week. and uh, No phone parties. They'll do it. They're, yeah, exactly. 
They'll, they'll just catch up. They'll, <laughs> they'll catch just up be really messed up in their late 30s, <laughs> early 40s. There'll be so really many funny. people with a midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Um, I'd just like to say, I, it seems like I'm in sepia in this shot. I'm looking at us today. You, you're in normal colours and it looks like I'm in sepia. Are you getting that? Yeah. <laughs> you look like... You look like, you know, um, when you have a, a jigsaw that's been in the window of a charity shop for about <laughs> 10 years, and it's just blue and white. God, that just sums me up perfectly, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. What's happened there? I've no idea. <laughs> it's really sad. I must sort this out. Oh, oh, Michelle, it's blooming lovely to see you. It's lovely to see you as well. It's just so exciting. I know. Um, well, listen, on, I, know. I can't wait for the other really, side. really sad, but it is. It is. <laughs> it's frosty. It's the highlights for me. Honestly, these lovely Zoom meetings, these catch-ups and chats, it's just absolutely, they're, they're marking my week out really well. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But look, on the other side, we'll all come out the other side of this and we're gonna, we'll play some wonderful music and... I can't wait. <laughs> hurrah, hurrah. Yeah, I've just realised, actually, Seb, you remind me of, of, of kind of Philip Schofield in the broom cupboard. You remember oh, him? Thanks. <laughs> Gordon the Gophers. Yeah. You should just get a very small poppet to appear and then it'd be uh, perfect. Uh, oh, I haven't got it. I didn't have any sock lying out, which is actually surprised because I usually have got some dirty clothes. <laughs> become a hovel, this room. God. <laughs> my little recording studio um yeah well thanks very much thank uh, you thank he's a, you he's a very good broadcaster um <laughs> <laughs> michelle we've got like a uh, spotify playlist which we're adding to okay. um do you have any songs that you're listening to at the moment anything that you feel the need to well listen to? thanks to verity here i've been doing my 10 albums that influenced you Oh, yeah. And um, oh. have I got to pick a single or have I got to pick an album? Anything you like, really. I've realised that um, an amazing album is, the, is ABC, The Lexicon of Love. And it was, it was only the second album that I ever bought. I was only eight. So I've been such a weird kid. <laughs> Saving up <laughs> my pocket money to get some new romantic music as an eight-year-old. But um, it's fantastic. It really stands the test of time. And it's a real, oh, you listen from start to finish. It's a beauty. Oh, that's great. So there great. you go. Oh. Don't know it at all. I don't know who, who are they. Is it, what are they called? ABC? Is oh, I feel really old now. Yes, they are. They are. So You'll like know the look of love because yeah. that's really famous. Yes, I what, know. What, Burt No. <laughs> <laughs> that's even before that time. Um was it sort of, so new, new Romantics, is it? It is, but it's produced like? by Trevor Horn. Um, oh, yeah. And um, I've been reading a bit a bit into it, and I th- they said that they wanted to sort of combine a bit of the angriness of punk with um, the sort of new romantic movement. And But if you remember, well, you won't remember because you weren't born, because I'm old, but... Um, but <laughs> you are not. <laughs> they used to wear, they used to wear no, gold not, yeah. lame suits, and there are some amazing oh, wow. videos out there also on uh, on YouTube. I'm in already. Gold lame, in. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Great. We'll put some of that on there. Excellent. I'll I'll put it on while I'm making my dinner. Excellent. uh, Looking forward to that. (laughs) We don't know whether it's because we're relative, you know, idiot amateurs starting doing podcasts. We don't really know how to end a podcast. 
we don't know how to get to the end of the conversation without going uh, uh well, okay, that'll do why not just, or... sort of fade, <laughs> just fade in some music that's what we end up doing of course but it's just actually in the moment how to end it with a guest without it being incredibly awkward and i don't know if it's because we're on zoom so that's making it even harder uh, but i think we'd just be just as bad in person should i just turn it off and go <laughs> yeah <laughs> shall so, i do it so pretty, like drop the mic no one's done that yet but that'd be <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> shall, I, shall i drop the zoom mic are you ready Calm me down yes go on okay three two, two one, one. <gasps> she's done it <laughs> oh my god she did That's it so harsh <laughs> but i feel less you know awkward I, I much prefer that as a way of ending should we make everyone do that I think we should yeah, do that. Yeah, we should. Let's, let's do it. That's good. I, that's, a, that's a really great way to end. It's bold. It's confident. It's 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 original. It's really good because it saves me getting more and more high-pitched because what happens is otherwise I'm going, okay, okay. Yeah. And it gets louder and higher. Also, we can, we can do an immediate review of how we thought that person was. Yeah, we can. Do you think they liked us? Uh, mm. Medium. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll give her a quick uh, quick rating um, <laughs> out of 10 so i i think that was a that was a good eight I'd oh say. i'd say so too it was really nice <laughs> nice bit of knitting chat always marked up yeah yeah Yes, that was nice. Like, as we were saying before we went to the conversation, um, it was a nice relaxed one, I think, because she's a good friend of yours. Yes. I'd never actually met her before. But, she's very warm, um, isn't she? She's just instantly yeah. likeable. Yeah, yeah, we instantly just all all got on and uh, it was uh, a nice... Uh, it, it actually, quite interesting with this one. I've not really edited it down much. That's so it's quite long. Mm. But um, I just thought... <laughs> Just thought it was quite a nice natural conversation and uh, doing interviews over Zoom, there's always that sort of second delay. So mm. it's just quite nice to to wallow in a in a natural live conversation. Yeah, in absolutely. A, in, a, in a live room full of people. Yeah. It's quite a nice place to just sit and uh, I think there'd, take there'd, it all in. There's been a school trip or something going on as well. There's one stage, isn't there, where there's just children <laughs> running and screaming at us. It's amazing. Yeah, just, you'll just <laughs> scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually um, i saw michelle on zoom again this week we had a quiz um and her and jake's absolutely trounced the rest of us so she's oh, really just to add to her list of talents quizzing what's, right up there. what's her specialist subject is she just good at everything she was good at everything i mean she did really well in the intros round really well yeah oh yeah yeah she knew all the classics <laughs> well like pop pop songs and, and stuff yes. or was it yeah i think it was all pop actually but she was great like she even got them off one chord and stuff i'm i mean she knows her stuff doesn't she <laughs> yeah clearly yeah. yeah um have you are you good at quizzes like generally i or, really um, love them and i'm really competitive but i yeah. wouldn't say that my competitive nature matches with my ability <laughs> sadly <laughs> I really need somebody with good general knowledge on my team because I will push them through with a competitive chat. But yeah, no. How about you, Seb? Are you good? I'm okay. I in the the Zoom quiz, which she, I sort of seem to be doing once a week. 
with my sort of group of friends there I, I sort of tend to be in the top maybe three oh, me and Charlotte okay. but we, we've That's good we did win it I think maybe the first week but there's there's a uh my mate Chris and uh, Holly they win every week pretty oh, much. They? they just got they've got that knowledge the yeah. that trivia knowledge yeah um it's very good and we're quite mid-table i'd say it's a shame really we're sort yeah. of a i mean i'm trying to think of a comparison would it be like everton we're a bit of everton, an everton yeah yeah i'd say <laughs> yeah that's right sort of the, the Moyes era yeah sort of, you know con- <laughs> constantly sort of sixth seventh place that's right consistent <laughs> but ne- never really pushing for for europe no, I mean uh, we'll the, never the be top a Liverpool. Echelons of the Champions League. But we're definitely better than a West Ham. Oh, everyone's better than West Ham. <laughs> How's your I week? I could say that as a West Ham Deb? fan. You had a good week. Um, my week. What have I done this week? This week's gone past so quickly. Yeah. I um hmm, let me think now. I don't <laughs> I don't know what I've done. <laughs> well, there was Marla, Marla Five Friday again. That was great. Oh yeah, so Fiber was on Friday. Yeah, so I, I yeah, I spent the week kind of trying to get my chops up to that, and uh, didn't feel great. But then on the day, actually felt it all kind of came together. Yeah. Um, but you know, I still didn't, didn't play it perfectly. I split some cracking notes. Some, <laughs> I was scuppered by technology, but um, I still think that even if my phone had been playing when I wanted it to play, uh, yeah. I'm not convinced I would have got round. <laughs> A lot of those notes that I missed. <laughs> the slow movement was amazing, but oh, that was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a few <laughs> more people this week. There's, um, yeah, I think I feel like it's slowly building, and uh, yeah, more people are going to join. So yeah. we had a, a a poll finished yesterday for next week, and Friday's one is going to be Rachmaninoff's Second Symphony. Oh, I love it. That's yeah, great. everyone loves that one. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've done this week. I've I've been I have to check my diary. I've been keeping a diary every day. That's great. And do you yeah. go back over it? Have you been going back over and reading what you've written? No, no. I, I probably will in a few, maybe in a few months, look mm. back. But mm. um, so two things I've been doing now every day. So I mentioned this to you. I, I haven't mentioned it on the podcast, but uh, I've been doing something called uh, Morning Pages, which yeah. is uh, a thing from the, the Artist's Way by Julie, Julia Cameron. Right. Julie Cameron. I haven't actually read the book. I should read the book because I think it might help me. But um, basically you get up and the first thing you do, you write three pages of A4 uh, stream of consciousness writing. And uh, that's it. That's so you can just write whatever you want. My friends yeah. Jesse and Emma got me into it. They do it every day. And um, it just helps with your kind of creativity, get everything going. Yeah. Does it set just, you up for the day? Do you feel sort of, does it oh, motivate Definitely. You? Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. It really helps me just get all that bollocks out of my mind. Yeah. Just all that sort of, just all that, just get all that out. And then you can, and within that, those three pages, you might actually just plan what you're going to do that day or just say what you were dreaming about or whatever you were thinking about. Yeah. And that's out. But then also you've you've written three pages of stuff, which... You can go, oh, it makes you feel quite good. You go, with oh, your new fountain pen, is that right? Oh, yeah, with my lovely <laughs> new fountain pen. It's a, a positive joy writing yes, with that thing. That uh, and then at night I've been just doing a little one or two pages of um, what's happened that day. Very good. So 
I've been enjoying that. Framing your day nicely. Which That's never, good. Because yeah, I've, I've been never been able to keep it before. I, I just yeah. do list writing. And uh, the thing is, I've, I'm really plunging to new depths now because I'm doing things like writing, you know, put the washing on, send a text maybe that I've already sent just so I can cross it off. That's really sad, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But do, you, do you put at the top, do you write write a list as, as your top item to do? <laughs> I might write a to-do do. list and yeah. then you, you've I kind of done it. Done that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But- is, yeah. There's something about the tactile nature of actually writing it down. Yeah. Because I could do this, this pages thing. I could do that on my iPad because I've got, got a little pen to write on my iPad. Yeah. But something about it, having an actual thing to show. Oh, yeah, I make, agree. That seems to work better. Yeah. I've I, definitely I found that, like... I love handwritten stuff. I've got an... I use an old school diary still. I just... I know that makes me like a real grandma, but I love writing with a pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. I definitely found it in this lockdown is, is using pen and paper, never using iPads or phones mm. for the quizzes and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know why that is. It just, it seems, uh, is it something to do with just the, the nature of it? Just simpler yeah. living. Just that do kind you of. Also sit by candlelight. <laughs> yeah. It's like in the nineties when I was growing up, when you'd have power cuts all the time and yeah. you'd, you'd get the candles out and, and you'd play a game. <laughs> Yes, exactly. That never happens anymore. Oh, it's so disappointing. We hark back to those yeah. times. <laughs> I know. I wish we'd had we have power cuts again, like the nineties. <laughs> yeah. It was better then, wasn't it? Bring them back. Today's <laughs> <laughs> um, been a bit of a slow start, to be honest, because uh, well, I had the most. I've got the most middle class hangover ever. I um, had a wine tasting online last night, and my tolerance <laughs> levels are really low. I've realised. Uh, it's not that I haven't been drinking. It's just that I've been sort of maintaining a low level of alcohol. And, uh, yeah, it's yeah. really hit me for six today. Whew. Oh, yeah. Well, me too. I, I, it was um, it was meant to be my brother Barney's stag do yesterday and today oh. as well. So we had a bit of a Zoom meeting last night with everyone. And nice. I had some, had some wine. and hadn't drunk for two weeks before that. So, uh, yeah, I feel a bit tired now. <laughs> <laughs> here Um, before we go can i do a really cheeky plug um is that Uh, okay of course you can good so basically (laughs) um so estilo string quartet that we talk about a bit with michelle in this podcast we have launched a an album uh to download from estilostringquartet.com and bandcamp.com called lockdown classical and it's a collection of uh classical tracks that we recorded which is quite rare because most of our stuff's pop crossover kind of things but we found four in our archives that we've just released and it was basically just to keep us motivated keep us playing so yeah if you fancy downloading it take a look great had you already recorded that then before yeah lockdown yeah yeah so some of them are quite old actually there's i think it harks right back to like 2004 maybe one of the recordings yeah i know but we've never recorded them we've had them for ages sort of locked away for various reasons but actually Hmm. they're a real joy i just listened earlier yeah god these are like um (laughs) b-sides and and rarities and old demos they are it's like little archive nuggets of joy yeah great well um uh can i plug something too go on go on seb uh well my band's the old dirty brasses we've got a few songs uh out we've got we've had four come out in the last 
few weeks, everything will be all right. Yes. What else? Wonderwall, Are You Mine and Reptilia. They're all out now. All produced by uh, Johnny Abraham. Oh, our friend Johnny. Friend of the show. Yes. <laughs> um, and we're also, we've started doing a, an old Dirty Brasters podcast. So each each week we'll talk about uh, these new songs and sort of have a little roundtable discussion with various people involved in the production of it and and recording and, the, you know, arranging and performing and all sorts. It's a bit self-indulgent, but it's uh, it's well, just a, it's an excuse to all get lovely. together and chat. Yeah, it sounded oh, thanks. great. I really like it. It was just like listening in on a conversation with friends. It was really nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, we we just, well, we all miss each other. So it's, uh, we see each other all the time normally. Yeah. We normally have, a, you know, a gig or two a week normally. So we're just in each other's pockets all the time. So it's just an excuse to all meet up and chat and loosely talk about music and um, yeah. And all that, but um, yeah. So we've got hopefully two, uh, one of them coming out each each week as well. Great. And uh, yeah, so that's that. I don't know what else we could uh, waffle on about. <laughs> well, then on that note, we can say cheerio. Should we let the we? listeners go? Let them go. Let them go. Yeah. And uh, see you next day, week. But I tell you listeners. what, please do uh, like our podcast <laughs> and subscribe oh, and all that. Please, if you go onto Apple Podcasts, you can give us five stars. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing you can do. And maybe write some and nice words as well. Please say something nice and it, it really helps. <laughs> it does. Um, it helps us all. It helps me. <laughs> helps me feel good in there. But yeah, I think, look, we're, we're, we're <laughs> me and Verity are both feeling quite fragile today. So yeah, I we think should probably um, we're, go. <laughs> we're going to go. Please give us some praise. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Have a great week. See you next and, uh, week. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.